Welcome to Podcast One. We hope you'll support our sponsors who bring you these podcasts absolutely free and with limited interruptions. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this show, which will get started in just a second. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. Uh, hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to Starving for Attention. We're here in San Diego. I'm with Jasmine. Yeah, we're here uh, in our home today. We are. Heather is in Los Angeles. Bow, 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 bow. I, I don't have to do it's that. It's the I future. Tell her. Well, she has a sound effect now. Air horn now. Yeah. Insert air horn now. It's a problem, though. I actually was just on set. It's with a real Gaye, problem. Yeah. And he banned me. This is a great story. A part of an episode because I did it. And then I did it accidentally. Reasonably so. Reasonable. You think so? I can't He's stand it. Boss, Guy I can't stand it. You have to also say his name correctly. Didn't Eddie. he put an egg Eddie. in your pocket? And then because I did the bow, 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 in the middle of an episode of Guy's Grocery Games, Guy made me walk around set the grocery store all day with an egg in my pocket. How'd you even get it in there? Because your jeans are pretty tight. I was wearing camo, uh, camo, camouflage uh, shorts. Oh, yeah, were you doing like the news anchor thing or like under on no, the was, top, you're all business and like was, underneath you're in sweatpants. I was like uh, competing. Oh. Uh, so run around the store with an egg in my pocket. It's still yeah, really You tough. deserve it. I, that noise is, it's horrible. Guy Fieri got on the mic, Jasmine. And he was like, uh, attention shoppers, for anyone on the crew who crushes the egg in Blazer's pocket, there will be a reward. So uh, I had about 60 people on crew. Look, uh, just she, like she just laughed swat, out loud in the background. <laughs> I had all sorts of uh, crew members trying to smash, smash egg that egg in my pants. It sounds horrible. Can I be honest? But yes. you like attention. So it probably wasn't that bad. Number one. Number two, our kids performed an entire performance yesterday only making the bow, bow, bow sound. And so it's horrible. I'm done with it. Okay. I will stop it then because the, our kids' performance was good. They did a classic. It was song. a classical song. Bow, 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 bow. It was horrible. Yeah, the whole thing. Anyway, so so I'm going to stop doing it. That's one of my new – You're going to have to like, you know, 12-step it probably like – you know, slowly step down on maybe just do it like 50 times a day versus the 150. I just, uh, listen, I am sort of like, you know, uh, a hip hop kid from the 90s. Uh, I love reggae True. music. And yeah, the air horn you. was a big part of a, the traditional. I don't think it's an air horn, though. It is is an that... air horn. Yeah, it definitely is. Pew, pew. Oh, I hear yeah, yeah, Okay. Got it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Selector. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of hip hop and culture and, 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 and cool things, yeah. amazing guest we have coming in yeah. today, Chad Minton. Yeah. Whose name is also means. I can't wait to tell him that. I bet he doesn't know. You found it. How did you find that? Random. You know, like we just do a little bit of research. We, me, the research team on Starving for a Pod, which is just me, actually. So spoiler alert, Jasmine is going to tell Chad Minton. That his name is actually in Urban Dictionary and not for a disgusting reason, which is right. like, I mean, if you heard that your name is in Urban Dictionary, you would think it's for horrible reasons. Like it would not be anything PG at all. Well, when you called me in to be like, his name's in Urban Dictionary, <laughs> I was like, oh, We had to oh, no. cancel. Yeah. <laughs> but what is, what but is no, his name? Uh, it's it's um, said, I believe, like in a one word fashion. So like Chadminton, like badminton. Nice. And it's how they refer or it's a alternative name for beer pong. That's amazing. Instead of and, and I think it's because like 
maybe he he might actually look at it as a negative because I think it's you know beer pong kind of started in frat houses and sororities and you know it's kind of like a bunch of dudes named Chad might have been playing it. So uh, I don't Juniper know. and Ivy, my restaurant here in San Diego, had our holiday party yesterday. Yeah, we do it on Super Bowl Sunday. Of course, there was some beer pong being played, even though it was with seltzer water. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I think it's a good it's a good game, and also it's, fun game. it's played with the red solo cups. Well, you give it a different name like Chadman, and then you can play it with kids. Absolutely, and you put some <laughs> orange juice in there, and we're all good right. to go. or but lemonade. I also now, I feel like I have to tell Chad that they need True Cooks solo cups. Oh yeah, because the logo is red and sure. white. Sure, yeah, why not? Oh yeah, or even just on a t-shirt. And also, know? listen, you you're not allowed to drink with glass in a kitchen. No, so I think yeah. Line cooks, the worldwide chefs worldwide, right. should be drinking out of True Cooks solo cups. In I the hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and pitch that. Yeah. And try and work in royalty or something with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I'm really excited. You know about True Cooks. I do. Yeah. Um, I've I've seen their gear. I, I mean, I'm that. I, I think you kind of have to know about them at this point now, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you probably first experienced it with a hashtag, and then you go over to the True Cooks right. page, and it's really just a it's a media company at this point that just celebrates. The, the 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 cook the yeah. celebrates the a grinder world. Yeah, yeah yeah it's got some edge to it's it it's inside inside like you know how you say inside baseball i mean sometimes it is like inside but this is like i feel like deep dive into cook culture it's niche yeah, yeah. like if you've ever woken up in the middle of been been uh, woken up in the middle of the night hearing like a, a printer oh, and that's been a nightmare of yours right you'll love true cooks because it takes yes. you deep into the the soul of the professional chef and cook yeah so I'm really totally. excited. I've spoken to him only once, but I've been a fan for a while. I also have to admit, you know I get like this with other founders and people that have done really great things. Yeah. Super jelly. Oh, yeah. Of course. Super jealous. I yeah. mean, because I think it just started as a passion project. Well, I mean, that's what they say you do, right? You got to you gotta find something you're passionate about. Why are you looking so hard? Never work a day right in now. your life. <laughs> that's kind of amazing. You're looking like peering into my soul, Jasmine. Yeah. Uh, but that's what starving for attention is. All right. Well, then here we go. Uh, starting for attention could be the next True Cooks. Could be. Right? Could be. Well, I, I don't know. I hope so. I can't wait to get into this one. And uh, I can't wait for lunch, actually, at the end of the day, Jasmine. But S. Pellegrino, bottled at the source in Bergamo, Italy, since 1899, is a premium mineral water that's naturally filtered by the Italian Alps. I, I can taste the Alps, I'm pretty sure. During this 30-year underground journey, minerals are absorbed as the water flows through geological formations to its source, creating a unique and refreshing taste. As chefs and cooks, we're meticulous about the ingredients we select for our menus, like uh, the ribs I have to go get for uh, Embry's birthday today. Uh, we insist on knowing the sources our food comes from and support farmers and suppliers who share our values. Those we know and trust and water, believe it or not, it's a crucial ingredient in any food and beverage experience. It usually opens and closes the meal and can leave a lasting impression, like tiny little delicious bubbles. In all of my restaurants, I proudly serve S. Pellegrino, not only because of the taste, but how it enhances the flavors of the food I serve, but because of the brand's relentless support of the culinary community, which is really important. I said that a little bit wrong. Uh, they facilitate mentoring opportunities and supporting the livelihood of culinary arts. S. Pellegrino is a brand that I trust. It's direct from the source. And I enjoy it at my dinner table each and every night. Jasmine's making a lot of faces at me, everyone. Uh, so listen, as you gather around the table with family and friends, maybe for pizza, I don't know, I encourage you to enhance your own meals by choosing S. Pellegrino. I'm drinking one right now as I'm talking. To find S. Pellegrino in your area and for some additional culinary inspiration, visit sanpellegrino.com. But here he comes, Chad Minton uh, dialing in right now. Enjoy. Another day in paradise here. How are you, chef? I, I listen. I appreciate you uh, dealing with uh, what's been 
uh, to our viewers, our listeners don't know, but a, a couple of minutes of uh, technical difficulties. Um, but thanks for hanging on the line with us. We really, really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Awesome. So listen, how's, uh, how's the construction going? I know you're, you're building a, a fortress, uh, an empire. You got something going on in Vegas right now. Yeah, man. I, uh, I res- uh, retired uh, from my position of executive chef at the Highlands Inn in Carmel about five months ago. And uh, my wife and I bought a uh, 1956 ranch home in uh, uh, downtown Las Vegas. And we, wow. We've been going through res- restoring it. And I've been serving as general contractor here for about 15 different crews. And today is uh, pretty much going to be completion day in the first stage of the backyard renovation. So we're, we're real excited about that. And, you know, it's funny because, like I'm telling these contractors here, it's like you don't buy... A, nine, uh, like a 1967, you know, Chevelle and restore it at AutoZone. And what happens <laughs> in a lot of these mid-century homes is that people buy them, gut them, do like, a, you know, a Home Depot renovation on it or a Kia and turn it into something that it's not. So everything that we're doing, we're doing a period and, you know, it's a, it, so uh, total hipster style is what it sounds right, like. Yeah. Uh, did you? Are you the type of chef that you did this sort of stuff, uh, like hands-on in the building process of any of the restaurants you've ever been involved in? Little bit, you know. I think, I think to that point, you know, as chefs, you know, we spend so much time and energy on a menu or creating a dish or uh, a service or you know. But I think that the thing is, is that there's a very disposable nature in what we do because of all of the time that we have invested into these, these, these pieces of food. As soon as they go in the window, they're pretty much gone. And you can, you can take a picture of it or whatever, but it's not the same, you know. And, and I always thought that if I wasn't a cook, you know, how fulfilling it would be to be in a, in, in a trade where... You could drive around and say, oh, you know, see that bridge over there? You know, I, I, I built that 15 years ago or, you know, so, so, so the amount of satisfaction that I'm getting out of, you know, creating something lasting, something permanent that we'll always have, you know, I, I've never had that in my career before. So it, it's tremendously fulfilling. Yeah, there's definitely like an evergreen sort of quality to uh, the sort of construction or the art process of it. So I have a question for you. I know that you're a big time or you are a big time skater sponsored dude i saw a picture of maybe a pool in the back of your house you're going to empty that thing out and there's going to is there going to be a little bowl back there? <laughs> oh my. you know it's, it's funny you mentioned that because um i i looked into it and uh the construction <laughs> on, the, the construction the construction on a skatable pool is about 15 times that of a swimmable pool and and you know wow. i'm not as young as i used to be so i, I don't need any excuses to hurt myself this pool is just made for floating in Nice. I hear you. Although I have to say, as a fan of True Cooks, I could see a pretty awesome hip hop video playing out True Cooks style <laughs> in, your, in your backyard. Well, uh, you know, you you know, you know, you know, we're we're building this with a purpose, Chef. And you know, one of the things I want to do is once this is complete, is is to be able to bring bring cooks out here on a on a one day vacation, and and you know, we can fly them out here, and and you know, I can pick them up at the airport in the Challenger, and you know, show them around town a little bit hang out poolside, cook some stuff, have some beers, you know, and if, if they get something out of it from a mentorship standpoint or, you know, trying to help them with their careers, you know, however it may be, then then that's something that, that, that we want to use the house for. 
Well, I love that you, you know, are, are so in touch with uh, cooking culture that even your uh, vacation is only one day because you, yeah. <laughs> you know you got to get back to the kitchen, right. uh, most likely. Um, so listen, the, the transition from sort of going from skater to chef is something that I've always been pretty curious about with you. It, it's, not a, it's not an uncommon thing. I feel like there's, there are a no. lot of kids out there that are either yeah. surfing or skiing or, or skating that then become cooks. What's, what's the connection there? You know, for me, it was it was very circumstantial. You know, I think in hindsight, you know, looking back on it, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of mental toughness that comes with, you know, some of the sports that you just mentioned. And, and you know, I'll use skateboarding as an example. You know, the amount of dedication and sacrifice uh, and focus that it takes you know, short-term goal building, you know, I, I, okay, I'm going to learn a kickflip. Okay. That might take me a year. Now I, now I need to take that kickflip down a couple of stairs. Now I need to take it to, you know, a 50, 50. Now I need to, you know, so mm -hmm. there's building blocks and goal setting built in to skateboarding. And, and I think some of that, that mental toughness, um, prepares oneself for the kitchen, you know, and it's also a creative and a very individual thing too. You know, I mean, there's a way to do it, you know, much like cooking. And once you master the basics, you know, then you can kind of apply your own sense of uh, style to it. Sure. I mean, I also feel like, like, I don't, and again, I'm not a skater or a surfer. I've done a little snowboarding in my life. Not very well, <laughs> Jasmine, but um, is there also like, there's a comfort with failure, it seems, right? Like, like you're saying, like, you have to do this trick a number of times and you're probably you're probably going to break something. I'm assuming, like, assuming. Or are you just used to not landing it every time? Right. right. I mean, is, is, there's like a comfort with just like the process and not necessarily the success rate. Sometimes it seems. Absolutely. And, and, and how similar is that to becoming a good cook? I mean, how many times are you going to burn that omelet, you know, uh, in a busy service until you figure out a way not to burn it? Or nuts. I actually just heard, I think it was Mark Murphy. I was just on set with him and he was like, you always just, you burn the first round of nuts, <laughs> the first sheet tray. You yeah. just burn. And this is a, you know, a world renowned restaurateur. Um, so you have to have sort of that comfort with failure. I mean, there's also something about counterculture there too. I mean, we've said it on this podcast before, Chad, what, that, that restaurants kind of live in that counterculture uh, career. You know, it's a different time of day. You're working hey, different hours absolutely. than everybody else. Hey, absolutely. You know, and, 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 you know, the parallels don't don't end there. You know, back back in the day, you know, skateboarding, you know, myself and, you know, all of my peers, we were we were looked as outcasts and we right. were ostracized by society. And now here we are 25 years later and that culture kind of dictates the mainstream. So, you know, in yeah. a way, you know, we feel justified in the sacrifices that we made early on you know, for the greater good of the industry. And I, and I think that, you know, that's a positive way for cooks to kind of look at their, you know, the time that they have to spend in the trenches. And so you think it's a push, though, so we're really just talking about lifestyle and how, like, I think that that sort of crosses over, whether it's, you know, skating or hip hop or, or cooking culture. Do you think it's, uh, there's a rebellion to it? Or do you think it's like, hey, I don't fit in, but I fit in with these people or this crew over here? Or do you think there's an actual, like, rebellious angle to it? I, I think just the nature of it, uh, you know, attracts people that are passionate about it because, you know, the, the lames and the fakes are weeded out very quickly. And it doesn't feel like a real job. Right. You know, you're, you're part of a brotherhood. You're part of a, a, a larger group, a larger fraternity. 
and 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 that that's essentially what True Cooks is. Yeah, so that's well, there's the perfect uh, segue. Uh, so True Cooks, you know what? Why why True Cooks? Like why you're you're a successful chef? I mean, you're getting stars. You're you're grinding it out. You're putting out delicious food. You have all of these other uh, interests. You have a family. Um, why create True Cooks? Which is, by the way, something that I, I have a a feeling that a lot of our fan base probably crosses over uh, with the True Cooks, um, you know, uh, base as well. Uh, wh- why invent? Why come up? Why create True Cooks? Wow, you know, I I, I, I think it it's not just one thing. I think it I think it was a lot of things, but you know, at its core, you know, I was able to get in on Instagram during the very early days of Instagram, um, and you know, I think that what we wanted to achieve with it was to create a community of support. You know, and and and, and just speaking from my own experiences, you know, when I was a young cook. Uh, fine dining uh in san francisco you know i i would go home frequently in tears and oh, you you and i both i love that we have to share that <laughs> yeah. that part it's of a northern california cook and, story and, yeah and, and you know it's not it's not that you know i was in tears i was in tears of frustration because i made the same stupid mistake again tonight and i let the team down or i let the chef down and i would get so frustrated with myself and it would drive me it would push me you know and you know, I just felt like, you know, how cool would it be to be able to tap into that and 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 use, you know, social media and and you know specifically Instagram, you know, as a community for like-minded cooks. You know, I I, I just feel like, you know, the mainstream food media on a whole wasn't speaking to the people that I work with every day, and you know, short of you know, Top Chef, I, I, I don't know if professional cooking is, is, is really portrayed uh, uh, as it truly is uh, uh, in any program I can think of. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to throw the Top Chef stuff no. out for me, by the way, but I pre- we do appreciate No, it's hard, it's hard to see a, a real representation of it on TV. Uh, exactly. But uh, what I'm curious is, too, like you really are focusing with True Cooks, like you said, on like the people who are actually cooking the food, more uh, the line cooks, the prep cooks, the dishwashers, even where not know, the not the glamorous side, not the know? glamorous right. side. You're like, yeah. yes, of course, you're talking about chef de cuisine, sous chefs, executive chefs, celebrity chefs here and there, but you're really like giving uh, a, sh- a shine and a spotlight on you know the, the 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 guy or girl who's who's grilling those steaks all night long. Right, you know, and and as a career, you know, hotel chef myself, I mean. That side of the industry, you know, the 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 that one percent, never really, you know, did much for me, and it, it never really appealed to me. And I, and I, and I've seen a lot of, you know, cooks and chefs in my career, you know, chase that celebrity, and and become disenfranchised, and 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 feel, you know, uh, uh, that 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 they that they're entitled to a you know a larger spotlight, um, and 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 in turn become unhappy people because of it, you know, and 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 really. You know, when you break True Cooks down, you know, the humility, dedication, sacrifice, you know, I mean that. And, and, and that's truly a formula that I've used over and over in my career to be able to go from absolutely nothing, you know, to uh, executive chef of a five star five diamond hotel, you know. Nice. Was that that? I feel like you're talking directly to me, Chad. I feel <laughs> I feel like this is a personal consultation period. We always hit that point. <laughs> well, you know, Chef, it's 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 no it's it's no it's it's no joke. You know, I mean, it, 
people, you know, young people need to be goal oriented and, and, and set achievable short term goals and, and then move on to the next one. And, and, and that's really how I always manage my career um, with no support. Uh, you know, I, I have no family uh, outside of the kitchen. And, you know, I was able to move up through the ranks. And, you know, I mean, there's, you know, it, there's a certain amount of, of shit you have to take in your career. And, you know, it, once you're willing to accept that and be humble about it, you know, and, 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 and dedicate yourself to the task and, and, and realize that there's going to be a certain amount of sacrifice I'm going to have to make in order to attain the next level of my career, then, then you really start to blossom and you really start to enjoy it and you really start to learn. So, so your your first short term goal then for for um, true true cooks. Sorry, I think yeah, <laughs> your, your, your your first uh, short term goal for true cooks was um was what? what what were you? I mean, you were trying to connect, right? Was yeah, right? you know, I, I I think really, I mean, it it's it's really been so organic the progression of the brand and the community. You know, my 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 first goal was to try to you know build a website. You know, my first goal was is to try to manufacture any goods for sale, uh, and 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 work uh, around the Instagram angle and create content. You know, and 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 you know, it, it's been very organic. And you know, it's funny because you know the, the Instagram page is ex, is is extremely um, uh, moderated, and you know, I I I, I tend to delete old posts, but Facebook is a treasure trove because it, it collected all of the original posts from True Cook. <laughs> you can go back to 2014 nice. and see what we were doing. And it's like, wow, Chad, you've gotten a lot better at Photoshop. Over <laughs> oh, well, that's, hey, all, that's amazing to nice. watch. Yeah. Don't, don't delete any posts on Instagram because it affects the algorithm. So my people tell me. Really? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's just, just a archive. You're supposed to archive, archive them, them you know, so you can yeah. disappear from your page, but you don't want to delete them or it, it kind of screws up with the or algorithm or some sorts like that. So when you started True Cooks then, it's kind of interesting. You said it both in the same sentence. It's a chicken and an egg thing. Was it, was it an apparel company in your mind at first or was it a media company? No, I mean, we, we had every intention of to try to manufacture goods. You know, when, when I originally did the, the logo and copyrighted everything, probably prematurely in 2008, that's when I was still in LA, you know, we, the thought process was, is that we were going to make aprons, jackets, uh, hard goods. And, um, I, I had some prototypes made and then it came to, you know, I, I came to find out how much it cost to get these things into production. It was price prohibitive. Right. So, so we just, we, we just shelved the idea, you know, five years later, I'm working in New York and, you know, a lot of my friends in the skateboard industry, um, had urged me to, to, to reconsider that, that they thought it was a strong idea and from a lifestyle brand. And, you know, I started thinking about it like, geez, there's, you know, there's lifestyle brands for everything from, you know, any breed of dog to mix, mixed martial arts and whatever. And, you know, like I just started thinking like, wow, you know, cooking, you know, uh, to be a professional cook and ultimately a chef, that's 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 not just a job. That's 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 a lifestyle decision that affects your health, your family, uh, uh, you know, responsibilities outside of uh, work that would never happen in a different uh, uh, line of work. So, I mean, becoming a chef or a cook isn't just, you know, you're deciding on a job or a career path. This is this is a lifestyle choice. Yeah, I, oh, I love I, 
I feel like the brand too, um, with, and I say this with an amazing amount of respect for True Cooks, and also reminds me a lot of uh, sort of what Supreme did for, again, skating culture, and then also like kind of pivoted into hip hop culture as well. Um, I, I just love the fact that you, you've also somehow since 2008, wow, I didn't even know that that was when you guys were founded, or at least that's when you got the copyright. Right. Um, you've maintained that sort of street cred for now 10 years. How hard has that been? Because I, I think you and I were talking once about, well, you know, other people want you to, to, to turn the, uh, the the lifestyle into something that it, that it isn't or, 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 or shine right. it up a bit, polish it. Uh, how hard is it to sort of, um, you know, maintain that sort of street cred with the brand? Well, I mean, it's it's not that hard because, I mean, we've got such limited resources. <laughs> it's not like, not like it's going to become super glossy overnight. But but no, I mean, you know, I, I get you, I, I get your question. And, and you know, I, I've always looked at True Cooks as an extension of everything that I've seen over my 25-year career. And, you know, I, we do get a lot of flack from, you know... I, I, I feel overly sensitive fans uh, when we edge too much towards the core true cooks. Uh, hey, cooking's not martyrdom. Well, I get that, but it's also a piece of it. And and then when we go too far towards the 1%, you know, with the gold tweezers or whatever, then I get blown up by the 99%. So I guess my point is, is that it's very difficult to keep, you know, everyone satisfied and everyone happy you know so i mean we did a thing early on called from the white house to the waffle house and 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 that really <laughs> encompasses the, the the true cooks following you know as, yeah. as you said earlier you know we do have a lot of folks that are very new to the industry and we have some folks that are extremely seasoned and you know i just think it's such a marvelous community where you can have somebody that is, you know, a first year cook out of culinary school, you know, being able to communicate with Jeremiah Tower. Yeah, those those young kids are underrepresented. Yeah. I read somewhere, Chad, that you said that you um, comment, interact, post, like um, up to 200 pictures on Instagram a day. Is that is that something you still keep up? Are you still doing that? Yeah. And, and what do you think it does for your brand? Well, you know, I, we found out early on, you know, I mean, that, that, you know, Instagram is completely driven by, by engagement. And, you know, again, as a young cook coming home from, you know, service, you know, thinking about the day, uh, let's say you did a, your dinner special and, you know, like I think back about how proud I was of those dinner specials when I was finally allowed to do the dinner special, you know, totally. and, and. Thank God I did not have a cell phone to document these specials because 20 years later, I can promise you. I did like, oh, was, was, there, was there balsamic drizzle? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And, 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 was and, there a and, stack? It, thank you. Yes, it was definitely stacked. There was definitely, you know, whatever, whatever was in that Charlie Trotter green book, just stack it up on top wow, of each other nice. a little bit higher. And, 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 and that's, that's what we were doing. And you know, and we were so stoked and, and, you know, like these young people now bless their heart because they're so proud of their dishes and they're taking pictures of them and they're posting them, you know, and, and, you know, I, I just think that, you know, a little bit of positivity goes a long way. And, you know, 
as a chef, as chefs, you know, once you hit a certain point in your career, you've got a lot of people looking at you for approval. And I don't know if we're always aware of that. And I don't know if we always react with the empathy that people need when they're asking you for your opinion. So, you know, by going in, looking at these pictures, saying, hey, you know, nice sear, you know, mm. oh, hey, those carrots look good. You know, oh, that, 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 that's nice. You know, you kind of drive engagement and, 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 and it's not disingenuous. And, oh, yeah. you know, I, again, I, I just think that when when I, going back in time, if Instagram was around when I was there, it would be so nice to hear something gentle as opposed to something hateful, which there's so much of on the Internet that, you know, I, I just want to distance myself and True Cooks from that, you know, the hatred that's unfortunately all over the Internet now. That's, I mean, honestly, that whole commentary is exactly why I wanted to bring you on the podcast, because I think, um, you know, if, if you just literally just gloss through like the True Cooks Instagram page, you might not get in, in 10 seconds all of that empathy and all of that mentoring and all of that understanding that I know you personally bring to the table. Um, and it's actually inspired me. I, I've, I've, I'm not doing 200 likes or comments, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to do 100 a day. And like you said, you know, we have we're blessed that we have this device in our hands where we can, you know, communicate with people in our industry and outside of our industry um, uh, to either be a mentor, to help, to 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 inspire, whatever it is. Uh, and I and I and I don't think there's enough chefs that are really taking advantage of that. I was trolling on uh, your Instagram page as I often do, but I actually went through, um, a, you know, like the last couple hundred followers. And, um, you know, your dem the demographic of, of the True Cooks following is is global. I mean, yeah. did, did you ever think that was like, I mean, it's literally like country after country of different people in our industry. It, it's incredibly global. Did you ever think it was going to be like that? No, you know, absolutely <laughs> not. You know, absolutely not. You know, I mean, you know, we, we started off, you know, I, I, the, the, all of the original content from True Cooks was from the Ondas Fifth Avenue in Midtown Manhattan. And, you know, I, I thought that if I could make my cooks laugh, that we might be on to something. And once all of my cooks thought it was funny and were into it, then, then I kind of knew we were on to something. But, you know, you take that. I mean, everything's 100 percent genuine, man. I mean, funny story. You know that stack paper image, like, and, and which, That's which, a great one. thank you, and 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 I'd also <laughs> like to shout out uh, Star Chefs for uh, taking that and 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 running with it as their logo. So so Ooh, thanks. For that. No way. Uh, yeah, no love way. it. I love it. Um, but 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 you know that 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 ticket rail. Um, as executive chef, I was allowed to work stations, and in New York City with Local Six, the, as a manager or as executive chef, you. you the amount that you can work is extremely limited and or dictated to union contracts. One of the privileges of my job allowed me to work the line. So I worked lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner one day. And I, all of those tickets were the tickets that we did that day. I brought the ticket rail home or the stabber home, because our only stabber. I shot those photographs for that stack paper image in our bedroom and then the following morning, I brought the ticket stabber back for the breakfast service. Nice, that's great. So, so that's the story that's of that, that paper thing. That was that was not staged. That was that was, that was real, that's real, real paper. It yeah. makes it even more impressive. It really does. Although that you have to be a certain type of uh, chef 
to also really enjoy and relish like a full spindle full of tickets like that, which I, I really just speaks to the soul of, uh, of True Cooks. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back on with the second half of True Cooks founder, Chad Mitten. But if you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for. But what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. It really confuses me, but that's not really that hard. Uh, all you're really looking for is a price that actually means something. Introducing true price from, you guessed it, true car. Now you know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories before you even get to the dealership. True car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want all from the comfort of home, like where we are right now, Jasmine. And how do you know if your true car price is a great price? Because true car shows you what other people paid for that same car you want. And your certified dealers know this, so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. I'm Spencer Pratt. And I'm Heidi Pratt with Gunner Pratt. The Miracle Baby. That's and this right. is the Hashtag Make Spidey Famous Again podcast. On podcast one. We will be discussing the hottest action to ever hit the multiverse. Crystals, espresso, hummingbirds, celebrity gossip. Parenting. Of course. <laughs> make sure to download new episodes every Wednesday on podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Podcast. And keep your hate on somebody else's podcast review. Thank you. This is Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. So now, listen, you're blowing up. True Cooks is, uh, everyone knows what it is. As a matter of fact, someone randomly in my kitchen the other day had just, just mentioned True Cooks. I mean, without me knowing that we were going to do a podcast together, everyone's looking at the Instagram page. Everyone's rocking the flat brim caps and the T-shirts and the Marco Pierre White stuff and the spindles. What's, wow. the, what's the next step for, uh, for the brand? Well, well, we um, we we just were able to create a very very special deal, and you know it's 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 taken many many months. Is this a world premiere? Are we about to get some world premiere info here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a big. It's it's actually kind of a big announcement, and, and I'm really proud of it. Um, uh, but we've uh, officially partnered with uh, Spiceology. Nice. And uh, as uh, I am now a partner in Spiceology, and through that deal, we're going to be able to distribute True Cooks through Spiceology um, and have a budget, which, you know, we've never been able to have before. And, you know, I'll tell you what, I, I don't think I've ever felt more good about a situation than partnering with Spiceology. And, and, and I would like to take a moment to shout out uh, Peter, Pete, and his partner, Heather. Um, just dynamite people, wonderful company. Um, and, and they're really going to be able to give True Cooks um, uh, that push that we needed to get to the next level. And right now, we've got a complete website uh, rebuild happening. Um, uh, a huge uh, drive on content. We're going to start uh, our own uh, uh, programming. Um, more to come on that. And uh, a lot of fun uh, equipment, apparel, um, really, 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 really good stuff. And, and you know, 
I just, I, like I said, I can't say enough about the team at Spiceology, what they're doing. It's a 100% chef-owned, chef-operated company. It's the fastest-growing spice company in North America. Uh, the shortest time from grind to the shelf, uh, you know, the, just a really, really genuinely sincere, great group of people up there. Yeah, and you guys seem to have like a similar ethos. I mean, e- I mean, even even just looking at at your Instagram pages, your social presence, like you guys you know, are pretty similar. It seems like a really great fit. Well, you know, it, it, it is, and 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 I have been approached many many times with people with many many different mm-hmm. motives uh, behind uh, True Cook's acquisition, and you know, through Pete and his team there, uh, we really found you know the one place that sees the value in our community uh, uh, and is not looking for an instant ROI on an investment. They see the big picture and, and, and what we've accomplished, you know, up till now. So, you know, hats off to them for being able to see the vision because initially, you know, just explaining what true cooks was even to people in the industry, it was a difficult conversation. And, and, and now with the brand awareness that we have, you know, we're really going to be able to drive our products and I want to make chef specific things that, that, that are cool for us. Well, I'm excited about the, uh, anytime someone says the word content. So if you need someone to, uh, produce or, 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 or be talent or whatever, or even just sit behind with, uh, one of those, like, uh, with the take, uh, the clicker, the click. yeah, uh, clapper. Uh, I'm available, brother. I'd love to be a part of it. I think that's the next step. And I love that it's just a natural evolution. It doesn't seem like it's a hard pivot. You're just doing, uh, you know, more of what you're doing. Yeah. Just evolving. Yeah. Uh, just evolving. Uh, so that's, thank you for breaking that news on, on starving for attention. And that's that's big for us now. Totally. It's 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 my pleasure. And, you know, really, you know, what it means for the brand is, is that, you know, thank you, everyone, for for bearing with us through kind of a funny fourth quarter. You know, uh, we, we had limited releases and, and a lot of this had to do with, you know, our move and then subsequent move of the inventory up to Spokane. But, you know, I unloaded four pallets that Tanya and I loaded here at the house. I, I you know, then flew up there, met him there, unloaded everything. And, and, and as of last week, everything's being shipped out of Spokane. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's huge for us. I mean, you know, in the four years that we've been doing this, you know, Tanya, my wife is, has, has done, you know, 13,000 orders worldwide. And that's one person. Wow. You know, does it feel, does it feel a little empty nester then for you? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's really weird. It's like, you know, it's like a big, sigh of relief and like this huge weight and responsibility off the shoulders yeah and, you know like this weekend yeah we did kind of walk around and like look at the empty rooms and, <laughs> right. you know, like the, Fed, the fedex person isn't coming by anymore the ups uh, truck right. isn't yeah. Ex- exactly that's exactly <laughs> right well listen congrats to you on that that's kind of amazing i think uh for anyone who's a fan of uh true cooks it kind of just proves the fact that if you're just doing what you love to do uh, that, you know, and, and, you, and, and your initial goal is to just produce great things and do great work, whether it's food or content or apparel, whatever it is, that if you stay that course, uh, eventually you'll get a day off is what we're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No doubt. And, you know, I mean, what, what, it, what, it, what it means to the brand and, 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 and some of the folks that have been with us from day one is, is, is it's going to be all good. You know, I, we're going to give a voice to some of the folks that have been down with us since the first day. And, and you know, one of them, uh, I got a shout out is, uh, uh, Ori NYC on Instagram. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Of course. How do you not know a true cook? And that, that's a, she is a big part of it, right? I absolutely love her. 
and you know she is QB Queensbridge through and through. Yes. You t- you talk to my girl Ori, you think you're talking to you know Nas. And I was just say so like, you sh- I should not bring up that hip hop started in the Bronx with her. Yeah, she is. Oh no 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 no. It's off top. Yeah. She is such a super diva, you know, so beautiful, but also my God, what a good little chef. So. One of the things we're going to do right off the bat is we're going to do a series of uh, videos with her, Ori Eats. And I want to kind of just sit down with her in restaurants around New York and get her talking. And then we're going to edit it down to sound bites, which I suspect are going to be hilarious. Yeah, right. you'll, you'll probably have more than you need, I'm going to guess. Well, yeah. uh, also, this is really a total uh, change of pace here, but uh, we did a little research on your name. <laughs> That's right. And uh, have you ever heard of like uh, you, Chad Minton? I think oh, it's, I'm sorry? Chad. Well, I think it's Chadmitten. Chadmitten. Right? So I, we, we were Googling your name, you know, because we kind of do right. a little bit. Of, we're, we're serious podcasters here, <laughs> so we do a little research before. And it just so happens that we punched, it, punched your name into Urban Dictionary, and um, your full name is, like, defined in Urban Dictionary. You're which game. You're the you're first, game, brother. You're the first time that's ever happened to a guest. Yeah, Chadmitten, no space in between. Yep, it's another it term for beer pong. It's beer pong, dude. Like badminton, what? but Chadmitten, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This you can add to your resume. You're going to have to look it up right now. Chad Minton is a game. It's basically uh, beer pong, which I'm going to say now, uh, you probably already have this, but I feel like you need solo cups with true cooks on them. Totally. That's That's a Chad Minton. If not, uh, I'll take full credit for the red solo cups with true cooks on them. No, there's a a Minton's in Harlem, old jazz club restaurant. um, And uh, I think it's also a line of uh, uh, English China. Yeah, well, but this is go. way cooler. And this is yeah, <laughs> way cooler. Like, yeah, this is like it fits in right, right, right with everything. Uh, Chad, at the end of the podcast, we we do a couple things uh, with our guests. You want to play a game with us? Love to. All right, so this game is a starving for attention classic. Bam, 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 bam. I don't know why. I'm here more. Uh, it's called Scarf or Barf, and this is Scarf or Barf True Cooks Line Cook Edition. So I'm going to let you know a couple of items, and you're going to let me know. If you're going to scarf it, which means gobble it up and eat it, love it, or barf, you're not down with it. Got it. Okay, here we go. The first one is going to be family meal. Family meal at a restaurant. Scarf it. Scarf. Not is, that, is that eating it or preparing it? Which one? Ooh, good, good follow-up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know which oh, one. Oh, both. You can't yeah, eat. nice. I love that. I just, feed, nice. I just eat them treats all day. That's it. When I, when I was responsible and when I was a horrible executive chef, I would just drain out the veal stock and it was just bones and those luscious carrots that have been simmered in veal stock for 24 hours. You know, it's so funny <laughs> you mentioned that, man, because honestly, <laughs> that is my favorite freaking thing to oh, eat delicious. is the carrots out of the stock and all i do is just put some coarse salt on it and that's it totally absolutely that is some uh that's some true cook stuff right there okay here's one uh that only uh really really hardcore line cooks are gonna uh, know about scarf or barf cornstarch uh barf oh barf cornstarch has totally. an ingredient but it might be necessary if you're working a long shift that's all i'm saying uh, but we're going to barf on cornstarch. You're more of a baby powder chef, I guess, Chad, is what we're saying. Um, Keep it airy. About- Keep it breezy down there. <laughs> Keep it breezy. Uh, what about uh, tasting tables at these events? You know, the restaurant's got to go down to the mall with 50 other restaurants and serve one dish for 500 people. Barf, hate it. Yeah. Oh, I knew you were going to say <laughs> yeah. that because and I think because everybody hates this. it. Yeah, Because we kind of get taken advantage of, right? You always get taken advantage of. And, you know, I mean, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. out of all of those ones that I've done throughout my career and, and, and through Ritz Carlton, you know, you, you're at all of those stupid things and or hosting them even worse. And I, I think that the 
ratio of guests that you actually get from those things is nothing. Right. No, so, nothing. You know, not yeah. only do you go out, get taken advantage of, it's a cost, you know, liability, you know, it takes you out of the restaurant, you know, but, but I don't think you get a return on your investment either. Absolutely. Okay. We totally agree there. What about brunch service? Brunch service from the line cook's perspective. Man, it sucks, but you kind of got to do it. <laughs> and and that Saturday, that Saturday night, going back in Sunday morning, you know, my heart goes out to everybody in the world that that, that has to do that. Hopefully, you don't have to do it every weekend, you know, or or you know. But but yeah, man. I mean, I I did it for many many years, and and you know, there's no smiles in there on Sunday morning. There you go. So we're uh, we're where we want to barf it, but we realize that we have to scarf it. That makes a lot of sense. Very scarf. Uh, uh, Twelve tops. 12 tops in a restaurant. Yeah, I'll take them. Yeah, I'll scarf it. Nice, dude. That's hardcore. I can't believe that you actually said that. Um, yeah, that's the one that menus, I would go. Limited menus would be great. And, and if you didn't see them at 7 p.m., <laughs> that would be wonderful. <laughs> there you go. But you know what? We're just going to sit three of them right at the same time. That's how yeah, it's Yeah, they're all work. coming at 7.30. Uh, this was interesting. Chef Whites, the traditional chef apparel. Mm-hmm. Chef Whites and Tokes. I'm going to throw them together. The traditional French uh, yeah, fashion statement. What do you think? Whites, yes. Tokes, no. There we yeah. go. Okay, we're splitting up. That, that <laughs> makes sense. Although I, yeah, yeah, I, I like I like that stuff, sure. man. You know, I I, I I I worked briefly for this cat, Sylvain Porte, and and he famous he famously said that uh, you know the it's a it's a dining room, not a fucking circus. <laughs> in, in, in in relation to or in regards to colored plates. Right. Yeah. Uh, colored, that's colored plates. Colored jack. I mean, no, man. I mean, it, it just it depends on where you work at, too, though, man. I mean, it's it's it's, it's the 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 crime. The punishment has to fit the crime, you know. So if you know you're working at a, <laughs> a, a diner, you know, yeah, maybe you don't need to be in the, the long white, you know, apron and the whole kit. But so you've never been in uh, chili pepper pants. I'm assuming then. <laughs> no, man. You know, and and. And that's such a cool success story. You know, I, I did some research about her and, and, you know, that company and, 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 you know, talk about being in the right place at the right time. But no, really, I think my entire professional career, we've made fun of those pants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think a lot of us have. Uh, this one, I think I know because I'm a fan of the site. Yelp. Just no, a- oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> He's not even going to answer now. He's like, <laughs> A joke. Nice. Uh, molecular gastronomy. Scarf or barf? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna scarf it for the right reasons, and I'm gonna barf it for the wrong reasons. Nice. So blueberry powder, just for all of you listening, is the wrong reason. That's that's one way to barf it. Um, you know, I think I, I think that you you've done a great job. You know, in 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 your career, being able to use you know uh cutting edge cooking techniques in a way that doesn't alienate the food or change what what it's supposed to be and 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 when i think about molecular cookery i my mind doesn't necessarily go to spherification it goes to you know why are the reasons that we do the things that we do and what reactions are we getting from them and are we following old wives tales and cooking lore just because we follow this or what is the true chemical reaction what is the true reaction to the heat what is you know i mean to this day i can go i can go to south vegas boulevard i could go to five casinos i could ask five executive chefs why are you searing a piece of meat and i guarantee you one of them's going to say to seal in the juices 
right. So the so studying the science of deliciousness always a good thing. Last question for Scarf or Bar Barf, uh, Chad is the bucket, the end of your five year term at a restaurant and getting the bucket on your last day of work, a bucket that could be filled with who knows, fish bones and Worcestershire sauce, Ugh. flour. I, I, I got to barf it, man. I mean, and, and, and it's so bad, you know, I, 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 I'm terrified, you know, somebody's going to come out and say, hey, you know, you really terribly bad 15 years ago on my last day. But you know, that's, the great thing, that's the great thing about being a human being is, is that we we grow and we learn and, yes. and, and, we're, and we're not the same people that we were 15 years ago. So, you know, there was a time in my career I would have definitely uh, uh, jammed that one, but I'm going to have to give it a barf now. Well, Chad, first of all, Chef, you crushed that answer because it's really easy to say buckets are fun, but you're right. When you get to a certain age or uh, when you become an adult, you have to right. realize that, uh, yeah, it's not, it's, it's, it's not a reward to get flour and, and, and fish juice dumped on you at the end of a shift. Uh, last thing we do, Chef, thank you for taking your time with us, uh, is play a little thing. We do a little thing called 86. It's 86. One thing in the world that Chad Minton wants to 86 get rid of. It can be in the food world. It could be social. It could be whatever you want. We've had all sorts of answers ranging from politics to Caesar salad dressing. What does Chad Minton want at 86? Intolerance, you know, fear, hatred, bigotry, jealousy, you know, I, I, all of these low chakra things that people get stuck on that you know, really have an adverse effect on, on, on their lives and they don't even know it. You know, I'd get, I'd 86 that. And I'd also, Hey, let me get two. I'd also 86, uh, that why try movement. What, what the hell is that? Why try? Oh. Wow. I don't even know if I yeah, know what I that mean, is. I don't even know. You're, you're so, oh, that's, that's, that's the let's, new buzzword. Let's hear it. Why, why, really? Why try? Oh my God. Gosh, yeah, these that, millennials that, are that's, killing that's a, me. <laughs> that's a horrible thing, dude. Incredibly well said. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, love all you, you got like four or five things you wanted to 86 there. Uh, it really just boils down to uh, be a good person. Try harder. Help people yeah. out <laughs> and try hard. Right. Exactly. Chad Minton, uh, founder of True Cooks, uh, amazing chef, uh, a friend. Can I say that now? 100%. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Hey, everyone, uh, do us a favor. One, go over to uh, the True Cooks Instagram page and uh, treat yourself to an awesome t shirt or a flat brim cap. That's how I like to wear my caps. Check out their page. Hit follow over there. Thank you to our sponsors who make this possible, San Pellegrino. I mean, we wouldn't even be hydrated if it wasn't for you, San Pellegrino. To find S. Pellegrino in your area and to get more info, visit sanpellegrino.com. And, of course, True Car, how would we drive to studio? Visit True Car for a better car buying experience. Thanks, San Pellegrino. Thanks, True Car. And then go find the Starving for Attention page over at Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. Hit us up with a subscription. It's free. Uh, maybe write a little commentary, give us a review. It helps out with all our algorithm, uh, helps keeps the lights on, enables us to do a podcast where Chad's in Vegas, uh, Jasmine and I are in San Diego, and Heather's in Los Angeles. Technology is amazing. Hey, everyone, thank you so much for listening to Starving for Attention, and we'll see you next week. Stay hungry. Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or podcastone.com. 
Podcast One has new shows on our new app. Check out all the cool features to help you explore our exciting new programming, like America's Lakers Podcast with Jay Moore, So Random with Corinne Olympios, Attack Each Day, the Harbaugh's Podcast, Not Just Sports with Susie Schuster and Rich Eisen, and Sessions with Randy Jackson, as well as your old favorites like The Lady Gang, Steve Austin, Shaquille O'Neal, and Adam Carolla. Get the new Podcast One app in the App Store, Google Play, or PodcastOne.com. 